Hello, I'm John Kenny, the Relationship Guy, and Relationship Coach, helping people to create healthy, intimate relationships. Welcome to the show, the show where we talk about all things relationships with a mix of my own relationship ramblings and some great guests from all walks of life who will be discussing the importance of relationships to them. Hello, so today's guest I've had the pleasure of speaking to on numerous occasions. Uh, we've even had the pleasure of collaborating on her book, uh, which we're going to talk about a bit more in the show today. Um, she is a published author, award-winning trainer and CEO of Connected, a resilience and recovery coach who helps people to rebuild, rebuild after trauma and to proactively increase their well-being. Uh, welcome to the show, Gemma Margerison. Thank you, John. It's lovely to speak to you again. Thank you for being here today. Uh, as that was a very brief introduction about yourself. So if you'd just like to tell the listeners a bit more about who you are, what you do, how you help, etc. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, up until sort of the, the end of 2021, um, I operated as, as Gemma Louise Coaching. Um, working, as we sort of said, primarily with people that have been through um, trauma, um, working with them on a on a one to one basis. Um, following um, the, the the release of the book last year, we decided to sort of um, bring a couple of those those strands um, of the work that I did together and and, and rebuild um, under the name Connected. And so this has got a couple of of, of different arms to it, really. Um, we're still doing the the one-to-one coaching um, focusing a little bit more on um, the resilience side uh, more more than the recovery um, so helping people who are looking at just increasing their own resilience or understanding more about what resilience is um, and then delivering um, that as as training um, as well so over the past couple of years we've worked with the likes of the police NHS uh, care home staff lots of people um, on, on the front line, helping them to just to learn how to take care of themselves with everything that's going on, but also how to kind of uh, move away from some of this bounce back thinking that we've got um, around resilience um, and make it into a much more um, a proactive and, and preventative tool um, rather than something that, that that's reactive, which I think is is a really, uh, really helpful and beneficial way of doing it. So uh, we do training to, to groups of, of all shapes and sizes, and this helped us to win um, our Bronze Health Hero Award earlier this year uh, for, based on the feedback that we got from that training. Um, we also then do a bit more on the well-being side, um, again, off the back of, uh, of, of Connected, the book. So we um, produce um, articles uh, based on the different areas of well-being that, that we go through in the book, um, talking to, to different experts, uh, looking very much forward very much to to, to having you as a as a part of that during April, which is our relational well-being month, um, and then also offering um, well-being support um, and uh, uh, yeah, just helping people to to find out a little bit more about that side of things. Awesome, so much in there. I completely love that approach that you've got now to resilience. 
I think that's again that's that's where I shifted over the last couple of years with coaching as well it's prevention rather than cure kind of space it's to Uh how can we get ourselves ready to in a better space so that these things don't affect us so much so that we've already got something in place to stop them things from going too far rather than like you said reacting when we get to a space where we feel completely overwhelmed and can't manage the space that we're in I'm not saying that's never going to happen regardless uh, but it's much better to be, be pre-armed and pre-warned and pre-aware of everything than than actually having to react to it all of the time um, yeah and the strings that you now you've got to your bow um, with the connected, I mean, that's, that's amazing the way that you now help people to kind of find out like how to be, how to create that well-being within themselves. Can you tell the listeners a bit more about the book? Because it's uh, the, the book is actually called Connected. For those of you who are going to watch on the YouTube channel, I'm just holding up a copy of the book now. Um, there's 12 different ways of well-being um to live a holistically healthy life um so please do tell the listeners how that came about firstly i think and 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 what is the what's in the book that can help people yeah so the book came about um because of of two things really so the first one was starting um my my doctorate in coaching and mentoring um and coming across uh, tools that kind of help people to uh, to look at different areas of their life, measure different areas of their life. Um, and I found that the the tools that I was using, while they had lots of benefits, just didn't quite go deep enough for the people that I was working with at the time. Mm-hmm. And so the, the 12 areas um, were a, an, an expansion of uh, what I call the four spheres of connection. So four areas that that I believe we need to have that connection with in order to live this kind of holistically healthy life. So these are uh, connection to ourselves, connection to others, connection to the world around us and connection to a sense of purpose. Um, And by exploring these, um, they they kind of very nicely ended up with three sort of subheadings for each of those, uh, which, which gave us the 12. And as I started using this tool, um, I realized that um, while all of these had, um, you know, were really, really valuable, I didn't necessarily have um, a lot of knowledge around each of these areas myself. Um, And I truly sort of believed that you know, while a good coach can coach you uh, on anything, um, I think probably an, an even better coach is one of those who at least could signpost you to to people who who do specialise in, in in different areas. And so that's that was really where I wanted to be. And so the second thing that influenced it was was starting up my own business, leaving my my full time job. And doing all of the networking that you're supposed to do when you when you go self-employed and, and meeting other people and just coming across so many fantastic um, well-being practitioners, well-being providers um, across those those different areas um, and and wanting to uh, connect 
those individuals with people that needed that well-being support um, and so this was sort of the question that I tried to answer particularly as we went into the first lockdown is how do I bridge the gap between those two communities what can I do to help with that and so I started to um, approach these practitioners um, within these 12 different areas um, and get some of their um, advice and guidance um, in order to be able to a increase my own personal knowledge um, but also be able to pass that on to the reader but then secondly include their contact details within the book as well so it became a bit of a cross between a self-help book and a well-being directory so that you could connect with uh, whatever people were saying and, and be able to follow that up um, in, in your own way. Um, and so I, I kind of think that it has a real kind of broad um, a broad way of, of being able to help people either by um, helping them to understand areas of well-being that they hadn't thought about before, um, helping them to understand um, which area of well-being um, might or areas of well-being uh, might be beneficial for them to um, to have some help with, um, and then also providing them with that, uh, I guess, that sense of um, uh, direction and, and where they can go for that, that additional support. So it's one of those that can be, uh, you know, you can read it from cover to cover, um, or you can, um, you know, dip into to the areas that, that speak to you or, or that you need um, support with. Yeah, I think I think that's, the, that's a great point that you just made there about the ability for people to acknowledge that there may be different parts of their lives that need more work on than others. I think it's like that wheel of life, isn't it? That, you know, we need to find the areas of our, of our lives which are working well, and then the areas of our lives which aren't working so well. And in the book, you're able to kind of help people to look specifically at areas of their life which they could work on. Maybe one of their parts is, is functioning very, very healthily. Um, whereas something else might be quite missing and for them to be able to work on those areas to create the, the balance, the harmony in their life that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, and like you said, I think the, the book's a great resource for that. It dips into lots of different areas where people can go, oh, okay, I can, I can see how that might help me or how that resonates with me um, and, and gives them the ability then the tools to, like you said, either reach out to somebody else or do a little bit more work in that area to help them to um, work on their own areas of their life that they want to yeah yeah cool um so let's um have a look at your sort of personal journey a little bit then um so obviously this being the relationship guy show i do like to talk to people about their relationships um clearly by the way that you've connected um you know the book the book title relationships are hugely significant uh, and important to you um could you tell me how relationships have influenced you as a person um, um, the positives, negatives that maybe have come out of your experiences that have uh, influenced you? Yeah, it's it's interesting because um, I think if I if I was to kind of talk talk about about myself, I would say that I find relationships and social situations quite difficult. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, 
yeah, I'm quite a quite a shy person, quite a reserved person. Um, and and being sort of in these in these big crowds or having big um you know relationship circles is is something that 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 I do I do struggle with and so creating this um this kind of online community or the the community with within the book um was a was a really great way um for for me to kind of approach this and I think that gave um a, a bit of a, a sense of sort of enjoying lockdown in 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 a way um, yeah. being being online very much worked for me and I found that um it worked for a lot of my clients as well in terms of being able to reach people who perhaps um also also struggled um in in that way mm. I think in terms of, of significant relationships um a lot of it comes to sort of a couple of very close friends who have been with me through some of the the biggest ups and downs of of my life particularly over the past um the past I don't know 10 years since I, I came back from New Zealand um, and and being with my my current partner has, has taught me so much um about about relationships and mm -hmm. and cohabiting uh, successfully um, and what what that looks like so yeah it's been a really interesting um couple of years for me in terms of my my journey with with relationships yeah I think that's uh in terms of what you said there about being sort of a bit introverted, perhaps a bit of a not, not really liking the social environment and how now networking online was able to give you the space that you needed in order to reach out and, and do the work that you wanted to do. Has that changed now that the kind of the world has opened up again? Are you doing more face to face? Has your experience of being online helped you to transfer that? offline yeah so i'm doing um a little bit more face-to-face -face, uh networking um i think because there's i've developed that um that that trust and that foundation with with people over the past couple of years on online and um, that's you know kind of helped to uh, encourage me out of hermit mode a, a little bit more um but i found that a lot of my my clients want to want to stay online um it just works better for them in terms of their their schedules and and the way that they feel and um and being able to open up uh, within a safe space so um just trying to remain as as flexible with that as as possible for everybody okay Okay. Yeah. So, you know, you've been able to mix that up a little bit now because uh, obviously I've, I've been working with you or I've known you since kind of you started to put the book together mm -hmm. um, and your social media presence has, has grown and grown and grown and grown has, as you've put the book together, as you've had to promote the book. How was that for you kind of putting yourself out there in the spotlight? Because I guess a book is, it's kind of putting your because your name's on the front of the book, right? So yeah. you're putting yourself out there as a person to be seen. And mm -hmm. how how did you manage putting yourself? Let's use the, the limelight as as a word. How did you how did you manage putting yourself out in the limelight? I think a lot of it comes down to a sense of purpose. Um, purpose is a really really strong word for me something that has been 
um, you know, a bit of a, a, a guide for me through throughout my life in terms of things that I I want to achieve, things that I, um, you know, want to be um, uh, recognised as or, or for. And so this is this is kind of um, you know driven me to, to to step into that spotlight a little bit purely um, as a as a means of, of helping others. And, um, you know, it, it's not something that comes particularly naturally to me. I'm perfectly fine public speaking. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's OK. I, there's almost a bit of a, you know, uh, a bit of a game face uh, in, in terms of getting up on a stage and, and delivering. And, uh, you know, I have no problems with that at all. Um, but when it comes to the, the social media side, the, the slightly more. Uh, I guess a slightly more vulnerable uh, side of it and, um, you know, sharing sharing parts of who I am. Um, it's something that I haven't found particularly um, easy, um, but know that it is, it's the best way to, to connect with people, to have people connect with what we're, what we're trying to do as well. Um, and so the more, the more I kind of do it, the, the easier it, it, it becomes. That's, that's amazing, isn't it? Because I guess if you, it, it almost seems like uh, it's the reverse of what most people would experience because, you know, I, I've heard several times before that public speaking is the biggest fear that people have, whereas mm-hmm. you don't have any issues yeah. with that. But actually, we find with social media that people can be a little bit more expressive, a little bit more open because they're hiding behind a computer or they've got the safety perhaps of um, not being in front of an audience per se um, but yours is the opposite way around so you found it much more difficult to be on social media than actually to stand up in front of people and and be seen yeah yeah I think I don't know whether it's a it's it's a comparison thing whether whether that has anything to do with it you know when I'm on stage it's it's me you know you've not got anybody else to scroll through or look at or you know for 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 me for for that I guess challenge for for your attention you can either listen or or not and that's that's (laughs) that's fine um I think some of it is uh you know to do with um how you kind of uh yeah yeah how you make yourself known on on those platforms and coming back to to the book of those those four different areas, I'd be really interested to to sort of find out when you were putting this together, how did the book impact on your life? Because you know it's very you know it's, it goes into quite a lot of depth in, in some areas of of uh, this kind of being able to connect to people and and creating this well being for yourself. There was a lot of stuff that you needed to read through. What, what resonated with you when you were going through it? What did you take from it? Yeah, I think I took um, partly just the the scope of of well being. Um, I think we we tend to to think of well being very much around kind of um, the the physical side of it, diet, exercise, sleep, all of those very foundational things. Um, and for me, looking at things like purpose, hope finances, relationships, um, how we engage with the outdoors. It just kind of really um, uh, opened my eyes even even more to to what is out there, um, which I think I think was amazing. Um, I started off with those those four spheres of connection based on 
uh, my own sort of PTSD recovery journey and the things that I needed in order to be able to rebuild my life. Um, I don't think I quite expected um, those those four areas to turn into to something that I could write, you know, hundreds of books on yeah. um, in terms of exploring what that really means and the impact that it has. What I really liked about doing the book and how I laid the book out is that at the end of every chapter, there's a bit of a, a summary. And this is my kind of genuine learning experiences um, as I've been talking to the, the, the individuals that have contributed. And it's it's kind of allowed me to, to go on this journey with the reader as they go through the book. Um, and so it's had a real sort of, um, I guess, profound impact on me, not only from a, a learning perspective, um, but also um, looking at, um, you know, just just how much further, um, you know, that that could take that could take me. Right, okay, okay. So there's actually quite a profound change, would you say, that, that's come from you working through this stuff? Yeah, because I, I I worked in wellbeing for oh a good sort of three years before mm. I started the book mm. um, and then when I started to add that that coaching element into it as well um, it, it just kind of yeah really really opened the doors to to what else was out there amazing amazing and you mentioned your own journey through PTSD would you be able to sort of expand on that a little bit for us yeah, so um, I was diagnosed with PTSD in 2015, and um, had probably a, a, a good a good four years of of um, you know going through counselling and looking at different ways to sort of rebuild my life, um, trying to understand um, you know the things that I needed in order to be able to do that um and managing kind of the day-to-day uh symptoms that that impacted uh you know my life um going from being somebody who had traveled around the world who lived um in new zealand independently um to to being somebody who was afraid of their own shadow who couldn't go to the cinema who couldn't drive a car who couldn't um you know go to a shopping center was a very difficult thing to to manage um and and so it was a case of kind of having to to re-engage with um with with my identity and understand um who I was um and it it took me until 2019 um where I was able to sort of coach myself without sort of really knowing that's what I was doing um I coached myself through through the three things that I wanted to achieve that year mm-hmm. and by the time I'd, I'd done all three of those things um I kind of felt you know I was in I was in a, in a much better place and and then I was able to to kind of pay that forward a little bit and, and help others who've been through similar circumstances you had the the professional help that kind of gave you some understanding maybe of the space that you're in but then you said that you coached yourself how did you had tell, tell us a little bit about how you did that yeah so um I I'd sort of reached a point um where 
I, I no longer needed to kind of go through everything that had happened over and over again. I was ready to sort of move move forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, it came back to that. What are the kind of key parts of my identity that I can re-engage with? And so um, independence was a, was a huge one um, for that. Um, sort of learning and, and continuous development and then the um I guess the the, the travel and the the you know uh, New Zealand will always be my my spiritual home I think mm. if you can have one of those okay. um and so my my three goals for that year were to to drive on on, on the motorway um to start a, a, a PhD or a doctorate in some form and then then to go to get on a plane and a lot of it, uh, as as any coaching is, is about those kind of small steps, um, but also looking at um, what support could I get to help me achieve those things. And so I went back to my driving instructor who got me through my test all those years ago uh, for, you know, a little bit of support with the driving side. And, uh, you know, now I, you know, I travel all over the country um, doing my, my speaking and my training. The, the second one, um, the, the doctorate, I'd actually applied for sort of three or four uh, different programs before I found the one that, that, that I really connected with, the one that was, um, you know, going to help me to, to get to where I want to go. Um, and so that was a bit of a process of, of asking myself a lot of, a lot of questions about what do I enjoy? What, what, what are my strengths? Um, where do I feel like I um, add value or, or give back? And so those are the questions that I had to ask myself in order, in order to get there. With the with the getting back on a plane, so I went back to New Zealand for two weeks and had a had an incredible time. Um, I think part of that was just just a, a kind of sense of New Zealand was sort of where where it all started for me in terms in terms of realizing who I am and and what my identity looked like. And so going back there felt really significant in order to to re-engage with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, looking back now, if I hadn't have gone in September 2019, um, who knows when when I would get back there. So it, it was, um, I didn't realise just how significant it was in terms of the timing um, until obviously six months later we we went into lockdown so yeah it was um it wasn't until I'd kind of started my my doctorate and was learning about the the coaching skills that I sort of realized actually that was that was what I'd done and I was able to reflect on on how I'd got there um but it it really brought home sort of the the power of coaching um particularly um, around recovery and um, and resilience so yeah. well that's an amazing journey isn't it I mean it's inspiring that that you're able to not only with the PTSD but the, the way you've been able to come from such a difficult space where you said you couldn't basically do anything um, to getting back out on the road traveling like you said thankfully before uh, COVID hit so you're able to get over that part of your 
uh, of the difficulties you were experiencing before that came um, came and just paralyzed the world for a while. Um, and everything else that you've kind of touched on, I mean, coming away from, you know, your ability to come out of your kind of comfort zone as far as the book is concerned as well. So it's, you know, you're an inspiring person oh, um, in the way that you've been able to think of yourself, I guess. This is where I think uh, selfishness gets a bad reputation. You've, you've had to be selfish. You've had to look at yourself, haven't you, and say, what do I want from my life? How can I make it better? And what am I going to do in order to make that happen? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's a part that lots of people struggle with is actually putting themselves first. And again, I know that's covered in the book about this relationship that we have with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a massive part that we struggle with is saying, I need to do this for me. But actually, if you hadn't thought about yourself, if you hadn't put all of these things into place, you could be stuck in that dark space that you you were in that was uh, kind of ruining your life mm-hmm. yeah yeah and this is why self-care is is the the foundation of of the work that i do in resilience because mm. unless that is a strong foundation um it's very difficult to build anything on top of it and it's helping people to understand that self-care is a part of taking care of everybody else mm-hmm. um because if you are tired and overwhelmed, stressed, um, you're not going to bring your best self to any any situation. Um, and so, yeah, helping people to realize that um, uh, you know you can you can guilt free self care, and that's that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that is, that's one of the, the amazing points about self care. Everybody benefits. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Even though it might not feel like it at the time, even though we may have people in our lives which don't, they don't actually want us to feel that much better because they, they're used to us being in these dark spaces or these spaces that suit them more. It, you know, if you really want to be able to help as many people as possible and be there for as many people as possible, then you need to be in a great space yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're not, then you're just going to run out of the ability to help everybody and become overwhelmed and everything that we kind of talked about about kind of heading off, you know, reacting to stress, reacting to difficult situations. You're going to always be in that reactive space, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, so as we mentioned, the book's called Connected, the 12 Ways of Wellbeing for a Holistically Healthy Life, and that's available uh, now. Um, and proceeds, some of the proceeds go towards helping support mind in Lancashire, which is, um, if people don't know, a mental health charity that gives access to people that can't generally afford uh, private therapy. So um, yeah. that's a, another great uh, thing. If you do get, get hold of the book, how can people get hold of the book if they would like a copy? So you can find the book on Amazon um, or you can contact me directly on Coaching at gmail.com. Lovely. So just send Gemma an email, then that, that will be in the show notes. Um, so if anybody wants to find out a little bit more about what you do, um, do they send you an email as a website they can look at? Yeah, so our website is currently in the middle of, of being changed over. So uh, at the moment, you can access everything at GemmaLouiseCoaching.com. Um, but very shortly, we're going to move over to IamConnected.co.uk. Um, and that's going to have everything on there, um, our 
new online magazine, um, all of our new um, networks and, and events, um, as well as information about the uh, support and coaching that we deliver. That's amazing. Maybe by the time this actually airs, that will be uh, readily available. If not, then pop over to Gemma Louise Coaching um, to see what's going on uh, with everything at the moment. Before we finish up today, is there a... Uh, a mantra that you go by, some words of wisdom that you can leave the listeners with? So my my mantra for this year um, is, if it doesn't fit, get rid of it. Um, <laughs> and this started off with, with the clothes in my wardrobe um, <laughs> and then um, sort of expanded out into everything. Um, you know, if it's not aligned to my vision if it's not a part of my values or my purpose and um, it's time to time to put it down and and what would be the significance of that if people were thinking do you know what that sounds like something that might be useful but what would I get from that what, what would you say you're achieving from having a clear out as it were um, it's all about energy. Uh, we only have so much energy, um, and it's looking at, at where do I where do I spend that? How do I recoup that? Um, am I am I using this on things that are helping me to get where I'm going, um, or actually am I am I putting this in in places that are a bit of a distraction? So it's mm-hmm. just about um, I guess a bit of conservation of energy, but also um, you know, using it in, in a way that, that's driving you towards um, where you want to get to. Thank you very much. Um, so if you're looking to get some clarity on your space, if you're looking to re-energize and be able to focus and put your, your energy into something which is actually going to serve you and push you forwards, then uh, definitely think about having a declutter of the things that are holding you back and stopping you from achieving that and actually don't really align with who you are and what you want in your life Um, thank you so much for your time today Gemma it's been amazing talking to you as I said I'm sure people that are going to be listening to find what you've been able to achieve inspirational Um, the way you've been able to uh, take hold of your own life and and turn it around in such a positive way Um, and it's been a pleasure talking to you no, it's been it's been great to, to be on. Thank you, John. You're very welcome. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, follow and review the show. That is very much appreciated. And please do reach out if you would like to know more about how you can create healthy, intimate relationships in your life. I will leave you with this quote from Carl Bond. Although we can't go back and make a brand new start, we can start now and make a brand new ending. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Relationship Guide.